0: This reading is from Isaiah 9, verses 2, 6, and 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God,
1: Verses 26 to 35 and 38. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, You who are highly favoured, the Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her.
0: The reading is from Luke 2, verses 1 to 7. The birth of Jesus. because there was no room available for them.
2: The reading is from Luke, chapter 2, verses 8 to 16. The shepherds go to the manger. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger.
3: This reading is from the book of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 to 11. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem And asked, where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh.
4: From John's Gospel, chapter 1. John unfolds the mystery of God becoming man. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We've seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth.
5: In an article for Christianity Today, Rebecca McLaughlin writes, I just read my four-year-old the story of the angel Gabriel meeting with Mary. I tried not to panic when she said, I don't believe that. Well, do you believe that God made you? Yes, I believe that. And do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Yes. And that he rose from the dead? Yes. After more gentle probing, It turned out it was really just the angel that she didn't buy. But nonetheless, my daughter isn't alone in her natural scepticism about the supernatural. When we stop to think about it, Christmas stretches our credulity. It comes complete with an angel appearing, a virgin conceiving, a star guiding... And heavenly hosts singing. How can rational, scientifically literate, 21st century people like us believe such things when even a child finds them hard to take? However, to believe in the God of the Bible who created the universe and not to believe in miracles is rather obtuse it would be like my daughter believing her dad could make bread from scratch, which he can, but that he couldn't toast a Pop-Tart. In fact, if you are a Christian, you're already signed up to believe that the universe and everyone in it is God's handiwork. Physicist Jonathan Feng says, what is truly amazing about the Christian faith is the idea that God made the universe from quarks to galaxies, but at the same time cared enough about us to be born as a human being, to come down, to die and be crucified in the person of Jesus, and to bring forgiveness and new life to broken people. Christians believe in Christmas in all its supernatural glory because miracles aren't hard for God. I wonder how the miracle of Christmas strikes you. The Apostle John whose words this John just read to us has no doubt regarding Jesus' identity. In the beginning was the word And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus is God's Word to us. Jesus is God. At that first Christmas, God was born as one of us. That's the Christian claim. And as God, Jesus is described as light. In the darkness, in him, in Jesus, was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. The world can be a very dark place, suffering, warfare, Sickness, human selfishness, all make this world very dark. We all sin. We all break God's law repeatedly. We're all guilty before a holy God. In December 1952, a toxic mix of dense fog and sooty black coal smoke killed thousands of Londoners in four days. It remains the deadliest environmental episode in British history. Here's what happened. As the smoke coming out of London's chimneys mixed with natural fog, the air turned colder. Londoners heaped more coal on their fires, making more smoke. Soon it was so dark, some said they couldn't see their feet. By Sunday, December the 7th, visibility fell to one foot. Roads were littered with abandoned cars. Midday concerts were cancelled due to total darkness. Archivists at the British Museum found smog lurking in the book stacks. Cattle in the city's Smithfield Market were killed and thrown away before they could be slaughtered and sold. Their lungs were black. Funeral director Stan Cribb of T Cribb and Sons had led thousands of funeral processions through the smoggy streets of London. But he said that the 1952 event dwarfed all the others he had seen. He remembers the moment he saw the first grey wisps. You had this swirling like somebody had set a load of car tyres on fire. London's killer smog is a picture of the spiritual world into which Jesus came. A malevolent, sinister, deadly darkness covered the world when the word made his dwelling with us. But the darkness has not overcome the light of Jesus. Verse 9, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. So Jesus is God. He's the true light. And he came into the world that first Christmas. He was born as one of us. However, verse 10, the world did not recognize him. But to all who did receive him, he gave the right to become children of God. And that's the situation today. Most people do not recognize Jesus. Most people either ignore him, fail to think about him, or reject him outright. God has made the world. He's loved the world enough to be born as one of us, to be born in poverty, to live a perfect life, and then to die on the cross in our place, taking the punishment for the things we've done wrong. God has done all this for us, and most people just ignore God. Just ignore Jesus. But to all who receive Him, He gives the right to become a child of God. Where does all this leave you? Will you ignore Jesus? or will you find out more about Jesus? There's much historical evidence for Jesus, including for his death and resurrection. If you're interested in finding out more, why not join us at an Exploring Christianity course? Come and find out about how Jesus fulfills hundreds of prophecies from the Old Testament come and read the eyewitness accounts of Jesus' life, death and resurrection to all who did receive him to those who believed in his name he gave the right to become children of God I wonder will you receive Jesus This Christmas. Will you say to him. Thank you. Thank you. For leaving the glory of heaven. Thank you for coming. To be born in poverty. In Bethlehem. Thank you. For living a perfect life. Thank you. For dying in my place on the cross, to pay for all my sin. Will you say that to Jesus this Christmas? Will you say to him, I receive you. I receive you into my life. Will you believe in his name? To believe in Jesus is to trust in Jesus, to trust that he's able to save us. He's able to save us from hell for heaven, for a relationship with God as our Father. Will you believe in his name? Will you trust in Jesus? If you do believe in him, He gives you the right to become a child of God. But I thought we were all children of God, I hear you say. No. Without Jesus, we're cut off from God. We've ignored him, we've disobeyed him. We have no relationship with him. But when we believe in Jesus... He gives us the right to become a child of God. We can know God as our Father. We can know forgiveness for all our sins. We can know that we're going to heaven. Do join us at an Exploring Christianity course. Come and think these things through. Or make a commitment to Jesus tonight. Say to Him this very night, I receive you. I believe in you. May we pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we worship you as God. We thank you that you were born as one of us. Thank you that you have experienced all our sorrows. Thank you that you died on the cross to pay for all our sin. Help us to receive you and to believe in your name. The name of Jesus in which we pray, Amen.